0: The content of the Tandem Radio program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and callers are their own and should not be construed in any way as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM network.
3: We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn Delakian.
2: You will eat the fruit of your labor, blessings and prosperity will be yours, says the Lord. Good morning! This is Glenn DeLakey, your host at Tandem Radio Live. Excited to be here on a Saturday morning, the day before Father's Day. First off, happy Father's Day to God Almighty, the ultimate example of fatherhood. And happy Father's Day to all of you out there. May you be blessed uh, today and uh, always in his name. And welcome. Uh, This is an exciting morning. We have a great guest today It's going to talk about a topic uh, that I've always loved talking about. Our uh, subject for today is a most valuable business resource, and we're going to tell you what that is in a moment. But um, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, Tandem Radio Live is here every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're here to talk about the good news on business, pointing you and uh, everyone else out there that's listening to the Word, the Scriptures, and uh, what God has to say about business. We believe that uh, business is a 24-7, I'm, I'm sorry, the uh, Christianity is a 24-7 walk, and um, all is fair in love and war, as uh, most business people tend to think, is just not what God had in mind. And so our goal is to help you realize that all the answers you need to help you, not only in your personal life, but in your business life, are found right in the scriptures, and, and they'll jump out at you if you're looking for them. So hopefully we'll help you, we'll encourage you, and we'll guide you as the Lord puts on our hearts different scriptures and different ideas and thoughts that'll help you with your business on a daily basis. Each week as we do we basically bracket our show with scriptures, and we also bring in a guest that uh, answers questions, and we talk about in- interesting topics. Today, we have Mark Griffin with us, who is the founder of In His Name HR, a Christian human resources company, and we're talking about a most valuable business resource. But let's start with our scriptures that are in for this week. First one is Matthew twenty five twenty to 21. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Ephesians 6, 9, And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. And lastly, Colossians three twenty three. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Those are the scriptures for today. We'll be coming back to them in a few minutes and uh, actually interweaving them throughout the whole show because our goal is to show you how the Lord's Bible plugs right into your business on a daily basis, and again, helping you all the way along, especially in your business decisions and your personal decisions as well. I'd like to say good morning to our guest today. I'm excited, uh, first of all, by the name of his company, and, and second of all, about what he does, and, and as I get to know Mark more, it's uh, exciting, his walk, and we're going to talk about a lot of things today, but Mark... Welcome. Mark Griffin, the founder of In His Name HR. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Glenn. We're going to be talking about a lot of things today, but Mark, let's start off with talking a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your background and how you got to where you are today.
4: Well, Glenn, my name is Mark Griffin. I've had a wonderful career in human resources. I've been in HR for over 20 years. I've been uh, very blessed to work for very large companies, uh, fortune companies, but also some small, uh, medium-sized company. Specifically, the last eight years I've spent working for Christian owned businesses. Mm. I'm married to a wonderful wife, Gail. We live in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. We've been married for 25 years and have two wonderful children.
2: Congratulations. Like, this is your anniversary, yes, right? It Yesterday, is. today? Yeah,
4: uh, Tuesday. Tuesday,
2: okay. Yes, Congratulations. You. 25 years. I like to hear that. <laughs> Mine's coming up. I'm still trying to figure out what to do for it, but uh, mine's coming up. But that's great news. So you're out from Pennsylvania today. It's great to have you. And currently, uh, you're in your own business, right? Yes, And sir. a company you founded, In His Name HR. Yes. And that's primarily a Christian human resources company.
4: Yes, Christian human resource consulting. Again, my experience is in human resources. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is find Christian-owned businesses and partner with them. And what I do is help them develop kingdom-minded companies, and I do that through developing a vision, a mission, and core values. But most importantly, using my 20 years of uh, human resource experience, I help create that company through the HR practices, mm-hmm.
2: and you know, I the title that came to me today was the most valuable business resource. I look, I tend to look at employees as the most valuable resource within a company, and uh, I think it's so important that business owners open their mind to today's show, especially, and open their hearts to their employees to realize just how important that resource is.
4: Employees now more than ever, and I, I express this to all business owners that are listening today need help. Uh, They need support. They need encouragement. This is one of the most difficult times to be uh, in the workplace, with the economy the way it is, and world events, and and employees need encouragement. They need a hope in a future, and they need that from their employer. Right? I coach employers to look at employees not just from supporting them financially, not just medically through their welfare programs and mm-hmm. their benefit programs, but also spiritually as well, Glenn. Mm,
2: that's so key, and and I'll tell you that's what the I think that's where you really touched the nerve there because. The average companies are taking care of people financially to a certain degree. The average companies could easily take care of people uh, from a health perspective. But it's that spiritual connection that makes all the difference for a Christian business owner, right? A-
4: absolutely, Glenn. I- I've watched employees light up when they understand that the-, the business owners of the company understand that not only do they care about them from the financial and the medical perspective, but they care about them uh, for eternity as well. Mm. It's, it's-, it's beautiful to watch. Um what, what I run into time after time is Christian business leaders are nervous about this. They're, right. they're scared, they're frustrated, and they're so uh, acclimated to not doing something mm-hmm. that they don't know how to do it. And that's where I come in to help them.
2: There you go. Well, you know, today, whether you're a Christian business owner listening or not, uh, we are going to challenge you uh, to make a connection. Because, you know, especially, Mark, and, and you might want to comment on this, in today's Market, especially for hiring. It's kind of a hirer's market because there's so many people out there. There's so much talent available. And uh, sometimes as business owners, I see some of them get complacent to the, mm. to the extent where they go, hey, you either do it my way or it's the highway, or they ca- kind of catch an attitude of, hey, I can hire somebody new tomorrow. If you sure. should just be happy that you have a job. And boy, is that a wrong attitude yeah. to take.
4: Uh, a- absolutely. I, I, I always coach, again, uh, owners or HR people to treat all applicants with dignity and respect because not only are they applicants and not only do you need to reflect the uh, the right um, light to them, they're also your customers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Nine times out of 10, they, they may be buying something from you in the community. So you want to reflect a good light. The other thing that I'm finding, although there's a lot of people unemployed and, and the pools are large uh, for recruitment, it's actually more difficult, mainly because you have to filter through so many more applicants and you really need to focus on Uh, finding the people that are upbeat and want to do a great job for you, because there are a lot of people that are upset and discouraged out there looking for work.
2: Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, and you have to be cautious with it. But you make a good point, with a bigger pool out there as business owners, we do need to take more time to sift through because, you know, years ago, uh, and I remember distinctly, when business was booming, you know, you put an ad in the paper, you get five or six responses. Now, you just put something on Craigslist and you get like 50 resumes. That's right. And it is important that uh, you sift through them well and that you take the time in choosing because my tendency, I want to get things done quick as a business owner. Here. So I see the first three people and they're all talented and I kind of say, "Oh well, maybe I got my candidate right here. When you make a great point you should take the time to look closer at some of these because there may be a better and then a better and even better one than you expect. That's
4: one thing I learned in human resources is to put some methodology around the the way you do things. You, you need a structured uh, practice when you interview people. When you mm-hmm. hire people so that you can um, interview multiple candidates and compare them. Interviewing is an emotional circumstance for both the applicant and the company, but the company really needs to take the time and effort to do it correctly because you want to bring the right person into your family. You want them to achieve, and you want it to work out well for everyone.
2: Nothing's worse than having a revolving door on employment. I That's mean, I've right. seen it in businesses, and it, it makes them suffer, struggle, and in many cases fail. And we're going to talk more about that in a minute. Real quick, Mark, I want to digress for a second. Let's hit on your name. Uh, I'm, I'm excited because when I first when you first contacted us and we started talking, uh, I I was impressed by the boldness of your name in his name, HR. Well, thank you. Let's just you. touch on that real quick sure. before we hit the break.
4: Sure. I, I developed that name. Uh, my wife and I were struggling on what to name the business. And uh, we really got into the into the Word, and uh, we studied Scripture, and we looked at ourselves, and we looked at what I've been doing the last 20 years, and I, I looked at the model for what I wanted to do for organizations, and we said, hey, you know what, uh, this is a niche. This is what God has put in my heart to do, and this is what I need to uh, do, go boldly forward with uh, going after Christian-owned organizations that I can help. Hmm. So uh, I've got mixed reviews. Uh, a lot of people are on fire for it. They think this is great. It's it's needed, and that there's business owners that need my encouragement. And of course, uh, you have some folks that are skeptical. That wow, you know this is pretty. Um, churchy, so mm. to speak.
2: Yeah, I guess you get to know pretty quick uh, who your um, your customers are, because if yes. they call up and they know exactly what the name means, sure. you're right on track with who you're looking for, right? Well,
4: what's interesting is uh, I've had several uh, secular businesses that, quite frankly, have reached out to me and said, hey, we w- we want to do some work with you mm. uh, in the areas of recruitment that we we know you're talented, we know you can do a good job, and we know you you're, you're do the best for us. So uh, just when you think that it may offend somebody, it really doesn't offend
2: anybody. Right, right. I, you know, it's funny because I think that fear, um, you know, is almost self-imposed. Yes, you know, sir. We, we kind of look out there at the secular world and we say we have to be like everybody else, but the Bible specifically calls us to be a peculiar people. Uh, now, I caution you with that word. It doesn't mean be an oddball, <laughs> you know, but be different, you know, and stand out in a different way and be an example. And uh, by putting it in a name, and again, it's not for everybody. I understand it's that. It's not
4: for everybody, but what's, what's interesting, too, is Studies have shown, statistics have shown, independent research has shown that consumers, the average consumer, Mm -hmm. whether they're a Christian or not, want to do business with a Christian-owned business. Mm. They will choose a Christian-owned business over a secular if they know that that person or that owner is a Christian. It's a perceived value. Mm. Now, I'm not saying we capitalize on that. I don't think that that, that's why we do it or that's Mm -hmm. why the, the company does it. They do it because they care about their employees. Right. Uh, But I do know it makes business sense, and there are some other examples of business sense I can give you – when we have more time.
2: Great. Well, being bold in the faith uh, can apply to your business as well, and it should. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. We're here today with Mark Griffin, who's the founder of In His Name HR, a Christian human resources company. And I'll tell you, if you're tuned in right now, you want to stay close to the radio and get a pen and pad out because we got a lot of great information for you. I know employees are sometimes our biggest headache, our biggest worry, uh, can also be a biggest part of our reward and can have a huge impact on our business on a day-to-day basis. So you're going to want to stay tuned and get a lot of your HR questions answered today at Tandem Radio Live. Don't forget to check out TandemRadio.com. It's an amazing resource. Not only do we have all the previously archived radio shows on there with a wealth of information, but also resources that you can use for your business on a daily basis. So you want to stay tuned and check out TandemRadio.com, and you can have a lot more right after this.
0: The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com.
5: csavsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact whether you need wireless microphones xm satellite music or sophisticated teleconferencing csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com. A sponsor of Tandem Radio.
2: Welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. We're in the studio today with our guest, Mark Griffin, who is the founder of In His Name uh, HR, which is a Christian human resources company. And we're talking about A most valuable asset, or I should say business resource, and that is our employees and how to handle them, how to manage them, how to work with them, and so much more. So uh, welcome to the show, Mark, this morning. uh, we got a lot to cover. So let's dig in. Mark, let's start with talking a little bit about some of the types of companies that you work with. Can you give us an example of the type of people you're dealing with?
4: A perfect organization, an organization that has 50 to 100 employees, perhaps they have an HR rep that works there and uh, things that might be going array, they don't have uh, solidified HR practices, maybe the, uh, they have some employee relations issues, uh, the founders, the owners, wanna get things straightened out a little bit and, and shine some light to the employees. So they work with me so that I partner with the HR person to develop the HR person to get to the next level, but also help them write a strategic plan around human resources mm. for, for that group. Um, also provide training and development for the leadership. I'm skilled in in doing a variety of different psychological uh, profile testing for for leadership to help them know what they're good at and what they're not good at. Uh, So a a good good sized companies would be perfect would be 50 to 100 employees mm,
2: okay good so you're working with a lot of different businesses uh, not just churches and the obvious right exactly right so uh, secular businesses call you as yes, well they, and they, so they, forth. they do as well okay good good so you have a good crossing i know you were in corporate america for a long time yes. so you have a cross section of training there so you're dealing with all types of people mm-hmm. so again if you're listening right now and you're thinking uh, you know a, a christian human resources company we're not talking just churches or anything of that nature but business in general and i I think you'll get a lot out of this. Let's talk a minute about integrity today in the workplace, all right? We touched on the fact that there's a huge pool of possible employees out there. Obviously, uh, employers, if they're hiring, um, they have certain uh, criteria they have in their own mind of people coming in and so forth. But one of the issues I- I've seen, I think, as a challenge say, is integrity on both sides of the fence. Absolutely. You know, the integrity in the employer and the integrity in the employee. So let's touch on that for a minute. What, if, what have you observed from the employer perspective, relevant to integrity these days? Uh,
4: t- typically what I find in most employers when I when I meet with them and meet with their, their people for the first time is that they don't have any policies, procedures, mm-hmm. or anything in writing. They don't share that with employees. Employees don't know what's required of them. They don't know what the goals and objectives are. They don't know what the mission is of the company or the vision, and they certainly don't know what the core values are of the organization. What I do know, Glenn, in in my 20-plus years of of working with literally thousands of people, thousands of employees is 99.9% of employees in the United States want to come to work and do a really good job. Mm. They they really do. They don't want to come in and slack off and do a bad job. (laughs) What I do find is we just have a lack of leadership. Mm. Uh, Earlier in my career at, at the larger corporations, we had programs where we would train supervisors for three, four years to become managers. Right. Most companies have, have taken those programs out, so we, we don't have supervision rising to the occasion because they just never have been trained. So mm. what I do find is uh, that the core policies and procedures aren't in place, and the employees aren't aware of it, and there's that lack or, of, of disconnect between the employee and the
2: supervisor. So a lot of times uh, business owners are bringing people in and not giving them the expectations and making it clear.
4: No, they're not even uh, – the, the, the not only is the interview process might not be appropriate that they're doing it correctly, there's no onboarding for the employee. Mm. There's no uh, assimilating the employee into the environment. They don't know where the restroom is. They don't know where the break room is. They don't know where the supply <laughs> closet is. Everyone has a lack of resources to do it. Right. A lot of things are common courtesy that folks just don't remember to do with new employees. <laughs> employees, and after a couple of days of not being treated like they're being welcomed into a family, the new employee can cop an attitude.
2: Right, right, right. It, well, it certainly, if not cop an attitude, it certainly shaped their attitude, right? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, sure. you're sending them off on the direction, and it's really our responsibility. I know I'm always, um, I always look for, when I, when I get down to a final interview, I usually, before the final interview, give the... Uh, uh, the person I'm interviewing, uh, the list of responsibilities for the job. And I'm surprised how many people say to me, wow, you know, oh, you're telling me what the job entails before. I mean, I'm not saying exactly, but you're telling me what the job entails before you hire me, you know? And um, and, and I want to know do they have any concerns about that sure. research? I want them to understand exactly what they're going to do. And it sounds like common sense, like everybody should do this. But they're not right. Doing it. Because I always ask people, how's the interview process going? And they tell me about other companies they interview with. And I'm shocked at how many companies, like you say, they don't have anything in writing no, to them. They don't, give don't have the anything
4: people. to give to them. And yeah. and, and again, most people want to come in and do a really good job. Right. And they want to succeed. Uh, but they don't know how to because they don't even know what the job description is. Right. So, so, so there's some there there there's some easy things to get done uh, that doesn't really even take a lot of time to get done. But we get so busy in getting the product out that we av- avoid getting the those key things completed. Mm.
2: So again, setting the expectations is one of the critical issues to integrity that you're seeing from a business owners perspective. Absolutely. Let's take it from the flip side, from the employee perspective. Um, What do you see there? Do you see expectations of integrity change? Do you see people taking advantage of situations more or less? Not
4: necessarily. I I, I haven't really seen the the core heart of people change in the last 20 years. What I do understand and what I see, especially in in folks coming out of college, that they are a little apprehensive relationship-wise. They've Mm. watched their parents and probably their grandparents at this point in time, get laid off. Maybe right. they, they were with the company for 25 years and, mm-hmm. and, and they got laid off and they lost their pension, they lost their benefits. So there, there, there's some mistrust. But that's up to the leadership to bridge that trust, right. to say, hey, we care about you and we, we, we want to have a long-term relationship with you. Let's be prosperous together and create mm-hmm. excitement. When you create excitement, there's prosperity for everybody and include them in that prosperity. That, yeah. That'll make them committed
2: so i so you see that people especially college kids today they're questionable on the loyalty aspect uh, because they don't know what they're going to get back, right? Exactly. Yeah, you know, that that's so powerful because you do get that. You know, you get there are a lot of kids today whose families were devastated by a job loss or something of that nature, and you're right, they don't see it. I saw an interesting statistic today, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw it. In, it looked like a reliable place, um, but they said that now they say the average college graduate will go through ten career changes absolutely uh, within their lifetime. Yeah. Ten, and
4: and, and and that's stressful for them. they yeah. they, they, they want consistency most people look for consistency a a prime example is if you look at my own son we picked up we moved 1200 miles for a company Mm. I dedicated my life to the company we did an incredible amount of travel personally I did on weekends away from him and then through you know turn of events with the business I lost my job there so Mm. here we are 1200 miles away with no job Uh, Things work out. I'm glad things worked out for the positive for me, but that's still an impression in his mind that, wow, the family trusted the organization, and to no fault of – I'm not blaming the company because businesses do change, but that was the result, so he's a little hesitant relationship-wise, and I I can't blame him. Hmm.
2: And, and, you know, I'm thinking—I want to go back to the the last scripture I read. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Obviously, when believers come to the table— uh, they, they are realizing, hopefully, that it's God that's watching, and that's who you're working for in all that you do, and um, that the uh, the employer, in this case, happens just to be that person, but it's really God that's watching you. But the reason why I bring that up is, what about, um, you know, you, you talk about core values. We talked about integrity what a, and loyalty, obviously. Uh, what about people's personal values? I mean, do, do you think they've changed dramatically about work? I mean, the, you know, a lot of times I go to corporate places, and I see somebody on the cell phone at their desk or texting or, you know, and of course, I'm a diehard business owner. So I equate that to stealing, you know, because they're literally taking their own, their company time and doing silly stuff. You know, how do you feel that impacting today? Glenn,
4: it's all about leadership again. I mean, a perfect example on my way in. Uh, to the interview today, I Mm. stopped and and got a bagel and coffee, and the manager was sitting there texting uh, on on his iPhone. Well, if the manager is sitting there texting on his iPhone for 10 minutes while I'm enjoying my bagel, all the employees are watching that leader do that. The employees are going to emulate the behavior of that leader. If you have a vice president of a company that's constantly on his phone interrupting people and setting that example to the employees, the employees are going to emulate that that, that behavior Mm. of of why this in a variety of settings, and it doesn't matter private, secular, or or what. It's a lack of leadership.
2: And again, I I think that's so important that uh, people, two things for a business owner, especially if you're a Christian business owner. And I like the part about you putting your faith out there right away, because when you're interviewing someone, for them to know, for example, um, you know, in my companies, when I'm doing interviews, typically the person I'm talking to, at some point in time, it comes up that I do a radio show on a Christian radio station and so forth. So the expectation, I think, is out there, and I have no problem with putting out there, you know, my faith. But the point is that I I think that employee, like you said, which I love that you brought up the statistics about people want to do business with Christian companies— they have a different expectation from you as well. So you have to project that as a leader. That's or else true. The employee's not going to pick up on it. It,
4: it. It's true. But most importantly, and this is very important for, for, for your listeners to understand, when you when you project your faith out through your core value statement, it's always very important to do it in a way that you, you explain that you're imperfect people. Mm, you may right. make mistakes. We're the leaders of this organization. We make mistakes. And when we make mistakes, we're own up to it, we're correct it, move forward. Because mm. the, the worst thing that we want to do as leaders is, is be hypocritical. Mm. And I, I'll tell you, as a leader, I make mistakes. I make right. mistakes all the time. But I learn from those mistakes and move, move forward. We have to make sure that we're not trying to make ourselves look Holier than thou in front of other people or other businesses or the employees. It's very important that we, that that we demonstrate it that way.
2: And it's funny because that equates to a preaching I was listening to yesterday, a teaching on on Bridge FM actually. And they were talking about uh, the, the guy was talking about his father because it's Father's Day, you know. And he basically was saying one of the things I remember that was a real gift for me to my father, who's never afraid to apologize. If he made a mistake, he would come to me and say, "You know what, son? I'm not perfect. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. We'll move on and from You listen to Tandem Radio Live. Uh, We're here this morning with Mark Griffin, who uh, is the founder and owner of In His Name HR, a Christian human resources company. And uh, we're talking about a most valuable business resource, employees, and uh, how to work with them and how to, uh, hopefully we'll talk about getting more out of them and putting more into them and getting a return on your investment. You listen to Tandem Radio Live. We're here every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to check out TandemRadio.com just filled with information that can help your business and help your walk on a daily basis because our goal is to help you to walk in integrity and to find God's Word and to apply it to your daily life. We'll be back right after these messages.
0: Radio.com.
5: Never walk away from your home and don't let
1: the bank take your house. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams, Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialist nj.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com.
5: See SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? you can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. csavsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com. A sponsor of Tandem Radio.
3: You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at
2: tandemradio.com. Welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Mark Griffin, and we're talking about a most valuable business resource. Our employees In the scriptures today, number one is Matthew 25, 20, The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. I love the ending of that. H- Ephesians 6, 9. And masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Now, I find it interesting if you read the message, it says, employers treat your employees in the same way. Do not threaten them since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven. And there is no favoritism with him. And lastly, Colossians 3:23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human resources. So, Mark, we're talking about all these different things, and, um, you know, it sounds wonderful that, uh, um, uh, you know, we have to obviously profess our faith and, and get it across to employees and look for integrity in them by expressing integrity, leadership and integrity and all that. And, of course, the ultimate thing is they're going to follow our example, and that's so important to make sure they know what our example is before you hire them. Well let's talk about brass tax, all right. We have we have the business owner out there going, Well, how does this affect my bottom line, dollars and cents and so forth? You know, the obvious that jumps out to me. Is you know this revolving door concept? You know you bring an employee in, you train them for 60 days. They're not what you want. You have to fire them and start the process all over again. There's no fit there. I know one of the precursors I'm doing with a lot of people right away is when I even get their resume, I go on Facebook and see what they're doing there, um, and uh, so I try to dig Google their name and do that kind. Of. So we do. I think because of technology, we do a lot more precursor work. Uh, but let's talk about, from your perspective, the cost of employees and and the cost and the reasons for using an HR company.
4: Sure, the reasons for using an HR company uh, just make e- economic sense. Uh, some of the experiences that I have. Have just been wonderful in driving out costs and organizations that just clearly didn't know there were costs associated with it. Examples are payroll systems. How are you paying people? What payroll systems are you using? Is it outsourced? Is it? Are you doing it in in house? There is savings in consolidating payrolls, uh, getting them uh, to be done by one company, uh, or or looking at the process internally. Insurance programs, uh, insurance programs for the employees of of analyzed. Uh, insurance programs for employees that the employees were paying way too much for programs that they could get from other insurance companies for additional life insurance programs and long-term disability, mainly because nobody in HR was looking at it or they weren't talented enough to look at it as a cost savings for the employee and the company. Um, you look at the the policies, the procedures of the organization. Uh, do they have a mission? Do they have a vision? Do they have the core value? Is, is there a handbook? And all these things do take time, and these are things that we support organizations developing because ultimately having those right procedures and, and, and practices in place will drive uh, down absenteeism, if you're managing absenteeism correctly. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll help employees produce a higher quality product because they know it's in uh, your mission to do so, and you reiterate that correctly from time and time again. Uh, you have less morale issues when, when, you're, when your policies and procedures are conveyed to employees. That's perhaps when I take an employee to the side and they tell me their side of the story through investigation, you find out that they they didn't know, mm. and when they clearly know and and and, and they know what the action's going to be from the company, they act on it. And uh, I, again, uh, you get a better perception by your customers and vendors uh, when you do all this, because you get your employees following uh, the vision that you have for the organization. Right.
2: Well, you know, it's... Um it's so important to realize that all these little things are bricks in the wall and they all add up to cost to come down to you know major costs you know you may look at them as a penny here a penny there a penny there but when you add them all up as a whole they can have a huge impact on the business yes
4: and that's why i call it building a a, a kingdom company this Mm. isn't something you do in a week right this is something that you do slow and deliberate over a sustained period of time Mm. you can't turn an organization around in in, in a year quite frankly it could take us two or three
2: years. right?
4: Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's got to be a lot of cost involved in it. It mm. just has to have somebody that takes ownership in doing so and partnering with the business owners to do it. Mm.
2: Well, you know, it, it's it's also, I don't want to, I, I, we need to make it clear to the business owner their level of responsibility, because ultimately they have the largest level of responsibility in the hiring process. I know sometimes as business owners, we tend to say, well, now we hired them. It's their <laughs> it's their responsibility to keep the job, you know. Um, but it's our responsibility to set up those guidelines, to help them to nurture them it's a relationship and and if you're hiring employees and figuring they're going to be self-stars and set off on their own and do their thing you're going to be disappointed, no matter how good they are. Unless you give them some structure, you're not going to see what you and, need to and see. And the
4: cost of of somebody that ultimately quits or gets terminated mm-hmm. is staggering. Yeah. I, I mean, it's thousands of dollars just for advertising, the time spent going through the resume, pre-employment testing, not to mention the morale issues. Whenever right. you have turnover in an organization, it's traumatic for the line people. You mm-hmm. might not see that as an owner, right. but the folks working in customer service, the that are there day in, day out answering the phones. If there's a high level of turnover in customer service, the people in that department are going to be upset, mm-hmm. and that morale is going to reflect on the customers when they when, when they call in. So right. morale is is very very important, and a lot of times. When you have a high rate of turnover, it's symptomatic of of the leadership.
2: Mm, That's so important, you know. And when I hear guys saying sometimes, I can't ever find the right people, I, I start to look at the person and say, look at this guy, you know, and I know why he's not finding the right people. You know. Um, it's interesting because the other costs that I think a lot of business owners don't figure into those numbers are the mental anguish personally Absolutely. and the time and effort that you have to spend in the interview processes. That's you know? correct. I know as a business owner, one of the things I least like doing in a business is dismissing somebody. You know, No matter how bad they are, sometimes I even find myself coming near the end and justifying sure. some of the things they're bad at. And I go, this person is just not a fit for us. I'm going to fire them, but maybe next week. Because you know?
4: it's, it's, it's a failure. Yeah. It, it's a failure of the organization. If you brought the person in, made the decision for them to come in, that's why the hiring process is so critical. Mm. But it's probably the most often overlooked process of any HR practice. Mm. Just get them in the door. If they don't work out, we'll let them go.
2: And and you know, we're talking about the business owners and we're leaning on them here, but we don't want to leave the employee off the hook either. You no. know, you talked about absenteeism. Uh, we've heard I've heard the word before we talk about it on the show with other people, presenteeism, you know, where people are actually there but not working. You know, they're off doing we mentioned before, somebody doing their cell phone when they were managing at a bagel shop. And and there's a lot of that. The people aren't motivated to do what they need to do. You know, they'll chit chat with the person in the next cubicle or take the extra five minutes on the coffee break and things of that nature. And you know, I reverb. Back to our scripture today, and uh, his master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's business. I want to tell you, you know, employees, if you're listening out there from a business owner's um, uh, perspective, I would enjoy nothing more than my employees benefiting from our success, and obviously, if the company succeeds, we all succeed as a whole. But it, it does have to be realized that we each have levels of responsibility. Absolutely. Right? So, how do we get those? Uh, how do we get employees? to understand owners and owners to understand employees, that it's a two-way street. Well,
4: employees need to understand they're being paid for a job, mm-hmm. and, and they're not the owners. Right. And if the owner is talking on their cell phone and, and, and on Facebook all day, they're not the owner, that's not their role, and, and they need to do their work. So em- employees really need to know that they just can't reflect uh, the behaviors of the owner. They, they need to stop that, and they need to do their job. So they have an obligation to do so. Where it gets tricky is wh- where you have a leader of an organization that's mm-hmm. not the owner, that's not emulating the behavior, and the employees rationalizing, saying, well, that leader does it, so I'm going right. to do it too. I don't think you should do that. I, th- I think as an employee, you should say, hey, I'm going to do the right thing. I get paid eight hours a day. I'm going to do 100% of my work eight hours a day mm-hmm. and find a mechanism to get that feedback to that leader to say, hey, you know, this is really discouraging to the whole group. And that's really where good HR people come in is they bridge that gap between employees and leaders to say, hey, leader, you, you don't do that here mm-hmm. because it's discouraging to the employees and they're just reflecting your behavior and it needs to stop.
2: And you know employees I think also have to realize that they have a um, sometimes out of your control I understand but employees often especially in smaller companies have a dramatic impact or can have a dramatic impact on the length of their career and and the stability of their career, their own position. You know, if a company's laying off people, a lot of times it has to do with waste and some other things that have gone on in the company so that the company's not thriving because maybe if the employees had put in a little more effort, they could have done better. Sure, uh,
4: absolutely. Employees need to be careful. uh, Years ago, uh, I was in a situation where an employee was on Facebook half the day and he was complaining to his Facebook friends that he didn't have enough work (laughs) and he was bored and he was going out for smoke breaks all the time. So if he... If he, he was doing that, the employer's going
2: to find out. I hear you. I hear you. So we got to watch ourselves on both sides of the fence here, whether you're an employee or an employer. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live, the good news on business, talking about a most valuable resource. Our human resources and that is the employees of a company so stay tuned we got a lot more for you we're here with mark griffin who's the founder and the owner of in his name hr and we have some interesting topics that you're going to love to finish up the show with um and again we're here every week saturday mornings 11 a.m eastern standard time till noon and uh, you can find out much more about us at tandemradio.com you can listen live on there or check out the resources we'll be back right after this
5: See SAV systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? you can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. csavsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio.
2: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, here with Mark Griffin. And we're talking about a most valuable resource, business resource, and that is our human resources and those who work with and for us in companies. So, Mark, you've given us a lot of great information uh, from the business owner's perspective, from the employee's perspective. There's so much more to cover when it comes to HR. uh, But I did want to touch on a couple of topics that I thought were important. First off, to reiterate the scriptures for today that I think, again, God's come through tying them right in. Matthew 25:2021 20, The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five Master he said you entrusted me with five bags of gold see I have gained five more His master replied Well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with a few things I will put you in charge of many things come and share your master's happiness As an employee I have to tell you employers are putting things in your hands they're putting those bags of gold in your hands It may not seem like bags of gold to you but they're putting those responsibilities on you and God's watching of course but they're watching as well. And when you're faithful in those few things they give you to start out with, there's no limit to where you could go in the company for sure. Ephesians 6, 9, and masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with them. Business owners, i got to tell you, if you're keeping your employees in line by fear, you're shortchanging yourself substantially and not doing what God wants you to do for sure. And lastly, Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And that goes for both sides of the fence there, business owners and their employees. So, Mark, I I know you're involved in a lot of different things. We have a few minutes left in the last segment of the show. Let's talk about um, the ministry you're involved in, a career ministry at your church, right?
4: Yes, I'm involved in a career network. We call it the career network at my church, uh, LCBC Church, which is Lives Changed by Christ. It's located in Lancaster County. Pastor's David Ashcraft. Mm -hmm. Been doing it for about seven years. I'm a co-leader with the group, and... uh, the, the, the way in which the Lord led me to that group is I, I actually had a job loss myself about mm-hmm. eight years ago. Okay. Uh, quite frankly, before that job loss, I, I was very arrogant with my career, uh, with my life, with my finances, uh, wasn't connected uh, with the community, with the church, with God. Ah, uh, probably not connected at the level that I needed to be with my family, and it was really through that job loss. Uh, hundred and forty thousand plus employees lost their job. Wow. and Mark Griffin was one of them at the end, and I I woke up and I thought, Wow, I don't have a job. Mm. This can't be. This can't be happening. I have an MBA for Pete's sake. So, right. I wake up and through that process, I, I I found Christ and uh found Christ and made a decision that when I landed and got rated, that I would figure out a way to give back. So mm-hmm. when I connected with LCBC Church the first few weeks uh, after moving into Lancaster, after I landed a position, a slide came up that said that they were looking for human resource professionals to connect with a career network ministry. And hmm. my wife hit me on the shoulder and said, there it is. The, the God brought us to Lancaster County to support this. So I've been doing it now for seven years. And it's a wonderful way because I have empathy. I know what it's like to lose your job and still be valuable and and, and still know that you didn't do anything to cause it. And uh, we coach and we partner with people. and We do it for the whole community. We've literally Glenn had thousands, probably Mm. over 5,000 people through this program. We invite. The whole community, not just LCBC members, to come and enjoy it, and we we put our arms around them and we let them know that God has a plan for them and it's for good, not for disaster. Hmm. We open up our heart and say, "Hey, we lost jobs before, and it's inevitable. You're going to find a job." But we also encourage them, "Hey, if you don't have God with you, if you don't have Christ in your heart, why don't you consider that? Because it'll sure make it a lot easier in your job search."
2: I'll tell you, that could be quite an outreach ministry. I mean, there's so many people out of work if. now maybe we'll have to have you come down to our church, and we'll do one for our community. Absolutely. Yes, it's a wonderful the, ministry. Yeah, you open the doors of the community. Not only are you able to uh, help people with their job situations, but, of course, uh, witness to them yes. and, uh, and do it through the church and show them the church is being the community organization that it was meant to be.
4: Yes, and we're very blessed to have the, the, the church support this ministry to reach out into the community to, to, to people that aren't associated with the church.
2: Mm, that's great. That's great. Um, I love that because, you know, so many times we hear about people within our own churches, people that we know that are out of work, are struggling, that are suffering. Um, or suffering, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes they just need that sit down guidance, you know, that uh, maybe two hour seminar that exactly. really put them yeah, back track. Exactly. We do,
4: do two, two hours a week every week from, wow. from, from, from 7 to 9 p.m. And we sometimes we get as high as 75 people. No, kidding. Average class is probably about 20 to 25 people. It's mm. a six week program, but we're constantly restarting it All after right. the six weeks. Well,
2: like I tell these people are out of work and if you're one of those listening right now and you're out of work you can't be sitting around waiting you for something can't. to fall on your lap especially today it's too competitive and you, if you think that you know i have people all the time i re- meet around in network groups and so forth where they say oh well, i'm sending my resumes out that sending is the resumes enough. will not get the
4: job glenn it, it won't networking will get you the
2: job there you go i'm glad you said that because that's you got to be out there so if you're out of a job right now pick yourself up, dust yourself off, get on your knees, say what you need to say to God and then get in motion. I always tell people God can't ste- you can't steer a parked car. God can do anything he wants, but you can't steer a parked car, you know? So you got to get out there and do what you need to do. On that topic, Mark, you know, I- How does this all tie into your faith with with Christ in your life? How does that actually impact your business on a daily basis? Well,
4: it's actually incredible looking uh, back through my whole career, my whole life, and where God has put me today, and uh, the way he's developed my personality, my persona, the way I approach things. Uh, I I love people, Glenn. I I, I love the janitor at the company. I love the CEO. I love everybody. And uh, God's put me in a role where I can help business leaders and coach them to excellence, and, mm-hmm. and and I enjoy doing it, and I'm blessed to have a family that supports me through this as I develop this business, but I'm also blessed that everything's coming together and God's opening doors constantly. When I launched this just uh, literally a few weeks ago, I, I was really focusing on rural Pennsylvania to go out to rural Pennsylvania and help Christian business owners in Lewisburg and Danville and Bloomsburg. And, and the door just keeps opening up. I have mm-hmm. I'm here in New Jersey right now talking to Metro uh, New York, New New York City. Uh, have a station in Cleveland that that's interested in bringing me out for an hour to encourage their community. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere I go, people get excited about this career network as well. I don't know where God's leading me with the career network. Maybe that's something I need to look at also is expanding out into other territories as well because it's it's all about helping people and mm-hmm. and, and getting people to to live and work to their potential, but also having the comfort to know that what they do makes an impact on the world, right. and also, on the uh, at, at the same time, knowing that this is all temporary. Mm.
2: And and isn't that the truth? I mean, we realize that it's all temporary, but we do have to do something now, right? Yes, yeah, that's correct. And, and that's what's key, is taking action now. Last thing, Mark, you own your own business. You were in corporate America for many, many years. Obviously, certain rewards from and benefits from working for somebody, certain rewards and benefits of working for yourself. What do you feel are some of the greatest rewards or gifts that you've been able to obtain through owning your own business now?
4: The the, the greatest gift is when I when I meet with a skeptical uh, connection. Mm-hmm. I, I get introduced to people constantly, and, and and they're very skeptical in meeting with me. And they're, oh, geez, he's going to sell me something, and he's a consultant, where, where I get very excited is when it, the pieces come together and they understand that I'm helping them mm. to, to make their business prosperous and they see that it's not motivated uh, by greed or or reputation or pride, right. uh, that I do want to partner with them, and most importantly that I want to partner with them for a long-term relationship. That's, that's what I'm looking for. The ultimate goal is to connect with nine or ten companies that mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to, to choose and be deliberate in, right. in working with mm-hmm. and, and helping those companies to grow. Because I enjoy the diversity of, of – I've of worked in electronics, I've worked in uh, manufacturing, I've worked in the egg business, I've worked in a variety <laughs> of different bu- businesses. So uh, I have a lot of talents to offer.
2: Mm. that's great news and uh, you know I really appreciate you sharing all this with us Mark I know it comes from your heart I can see when you're talking about HR you light up and uh, not only did you take a career and turn it into a business uh, but you're also doing it for the Lord and uh, God bless you for doing thank all you, that thank you Glenn you know um, it, it's 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 amazing. You mentioned something partner, you know, and a lot of times we look at businesses and business owners have terminology in their mind. that's very different from employee terminology. And we throw around things like partners or owners or whatever. But I think employees, I just like to give a tip of advice in that respect and business owners is a two way street. The Bible says you're grafted in. You know, you're grafted into the vine, right, when you become a believer in the Lord. And it's like that with an employee. You can take it one or two ways. If you're filling a spot, that's one way. If you're grafted into the culture of what's going on, that's another way to look at it. And employees and employers realize that when you say yes to this interview... You both have a relationship now. You've actually partnered, like you said, together, and you have a dual responsibility. It's not all about the owner taking care of you as the employee or the employee kowtowing or taking care of the owner as the owner. It's about working together and meshing together. And, Mark, I see that you're able to help people start to realize that better, and uh, it's so important for an employee to realize that if you can look at the company you're working for right now and figure out ways to be more of a partner, to be more grafted in, it's to your mutual success. Absolutely. And and more importantly, it ties right into whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters mark thanks for coming in today thank you glenn i wish you well god bless you on your 25th wedding anniversary to gail your wife and to the children all the best and you're listening to tandem radio live this is glenn delaney here every saturday don't forget we're going to be broadcasting live from bridge Fest, from the boardwalk next week so if you want to come down to the jersey shore at ocean grove and be part of the live audience there feel free to come on down hang out with us and you'll be on the air we'll be taking questions from the audiences we have some great people coming on next week. It's gonna be a powerful show filled with information, and uh, you're going to want to be there. So come on down to Ocean Grove Bridge Fest on the 25th next Saturday, and you could be part of our live audience. Feel free to check out tandemradio.com, where you'll get a link to Mark's website and all his information as well, and get more about Bridge Fest next Saturday, the June 25th, where we will meet you at the Jersey Shore. You've
3: been listening to the Good News on Business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions, because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn, along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day, in every way.